0: Mark chapter 2 verses 18 through 20. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. And people came and said to him, why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus, his Hebrew name being Yeshua, said to them, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. Yeshua said that His disciples would fast when He is gone. So, are you fasting? Do you fast at all? How often do you make fasting a part of your everyday life? This is a subject where there is little discussion from the Scriptures. In fact, we couldn't find any commands telling us to fast. There are indeed some who believe that the Day of Atonement is to be a day of fasting. For more detail regarding that day and the topic of fasting that would seem to apply to it, please see our teaching titled, Is Yom Kippur a Day of Fasting? But in general, there is really no commands found in the scriptures regarding fasting in our everyday life. Typically speaking, Fasting found in the scriptures refers to a time of humbling yourself by going without food and sometimes even without water. But again, it must be noted that there are no commandments regarding fasting that tells us we are to do so in our everyday life throughout the year. In fact, the only instructions that we have regarding the how of fasting comes from Yeshua. They are based on the premise of keeping yourself humble, which is normally the purpose for fasting to begin with. Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees you in secret will reward you. That being said, please know that we do not believe it is a sin to not fast. This is not the topic or concern of this teaching. But rather, our concern is what our attitude and even our desire of fasting should be in light of what Yeshua said our actions would be on this topic during his absence. But why so much silence on a topic that supposedly has so much value? Yet we do find that it's often practiced in the scriptures, especially in a time of humbling oneself before our Lord, Yahweh. Yeshua fasted forty days, and after overcoming temptation, he left in the power of the Spirit. Consider Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 2. And Yeshua, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by the devil, and he ate nothing during those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. Concluding this event, it's recorded Luke chapter 4, verse 14. And Yeshua returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and the report about him went out through all the surrounding country. It's obvious that this 40-day fast Yeshua did was for preparation of his ministry. Reasons for fasting can vary on a wide spectrum, from desiring an answer to prayer, needing a breakthrough in your life, or simply desiring a closer walk with the Father. But it seems that the most common reason found in the scriptures is that of humbling oneself. The length to fasting is truly dependent on the individual and what they believe the Father is leading them to do. There are even accounts where fasting took place with no time allotted to its needed length. One example of this is where David fasts for his son in 2 Samuel chapter 12. He simply wanted to intercede for His Son as long as needed, or until the Father took Him. Some attribute the amount of days for their fast in accordance to what that number represents for them as individuals. Some will fast for a certain number of days in which that number seems to represent in the Scriptures. For example, three days can represent resurrection or new life. Five days can represent grace. Six days can represent overcoming the human nature. Seven days can represent perfection. Eight days can represent new beginnings. 21 days can represent release or breakthrough. 40 days can represent completion or readiness. When one considers doing a fast, they need to base it on what they believe the Father is telling them to do and not what someone else tells them. This is important and really needs to be understood. Fasting is to be between you and the Father and no one else. If it's one day or 40, it's between you and the Father. It's not to be boastfully displayed or shared with others. Long-term fasting is not for everyone. In fact, there are very few people recorded in the scriptures as doing long fasts. We truly believe this is for a reason. Simply put, showing us that it isn't for everyone. Scripturally speaking, we only know of Moses, Elijah, and Yeshua doing a 40-day fast. Interestingly enough, these are the ones the disciples saw in Matthew chapter 17 when Yeshua was transfigured. An interesting note for sure. But please know this is not to say that others didn't fast 40 days but rather that the scriptures only record these three as doing so for that specific time. We see even where Moses went without not only food, but also without water. Deuteronomy chapter nine, verse nine. When I went up the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant that Yahweh made with you, I remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water. It seems obvious that he was supernaturally nourished by being in the presence of the Father. Honestly, we just don't see it any other way. This really goes to show as a reminder that we truly do not live by bread alone. The longer you go in your fast, the harder it is to hide that you are fasting. And it's then that we really need to do our best to stay humble according to the words of Yeshua. It's in those times it's really difficult to hide what you're doing. But do your best to keep that time of fasting between you and the Father. In fact, I would even suggest reading the words of Yeshua every day of your fast. Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth they have received their reward, in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen, and your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Long fasts are just difficult to hide. They truly interrupt your everyday life. Suddenly gatherings with friends change because you're the only one not eating. Your co-workers ask why you're not going to lunch. It's no wonder why we see both Moses and Yeshua getting alone during those days of their long fast. So in that light, we would suggest to make your public outings to a minimum when doing a long fast, simply to make it easier to not bring attention to yourself. This also makes it easier for the fast as you will minimize the frequency of being around good-smelling food. Whatever your surroundings may be during your fast, just make sure your motive is to humble yourself before the Father and not elevate your image to those around you. Otherwise, your fasting is in vain. Fasting with the motive to appear holy or humble is not the only fasting that the Father disregards though. Consider Isaiah chapter 58 verses three through six. Why have we fasted and you see it not Is it to bow down his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to Yahweh? Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Consider what fast the Father has chosen. It has nothing to do with food but it has everything to do with loving your neighbor. Verse six, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Bottom line, with all these verses, how can one fast and expect to be heard from the Father if they are not keeping the basics of the Father's instructions? These people in Isaiah chapter 58 were fasting to the Father, but division between one another was all around them. And not just division, but harsh division. They had no love for one another. This is obviously talking to those who claim they are in Him. Their fasting was almost an insult to the Father. This really shows that just because one may fast, it doesn't mean they are truly following the Father. Yet consider this case of people fasting, Jonah chapter 3, verses 3 through 9. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of Yahweh. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, three days' journey in breadth. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's journey, and he called out, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. Let them not feed or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth, and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows? God may turn and relent and turn from his fierce anger so that we may not perish. What's the difference between these people and those found in Isaiah's account in chapter 58? We believe it's quite clear. Consider verse eight in Jonah's account. Let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and let them call out mightily to God. Let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Fasting while willingly holding ill feelings or even hatred against your neighbor will all but nullify your fasting. And those in Isaiah 58 were clearly not loving their neighbor breaking the second and greatest command of all. Remember, fasting is an act of humbling oneself before the Father. But if this act is joined with willful rebellion, what's the use? Again, fasting is designed for us to humble ourselves and draw closer to the Father. So during the fast, make the time that you would be eating a time of praying and focusing on Him. It's not just about going without food. It's about drawing closer to Him, growing in Him, setting yourself to the side and letting Him take center stage in your life. That should be the focus and motive to your fasting. It can even be considered an act of showing the Father that He is your sustenance, that He is your life. Thus, fasting truly includes praying and devoting your time to Him. In fact, every time you would be eating physically, You should be turning to prayer and getting nourishment from the scriptures or from your time with him in prayer. Make sure that nothing steals that time from you. This brings up the question if one can fast from something other than food. Well, of course. However, let it be known that there is no other kind of fast mentioned in the scriptures. The only kind of fast that we can find mentioned in the scriptures is from food. But that doesn't mean that one can't fast from something other than food. And please, don't underestimate the power of fasting from something other than food. There can be many advantages to setting things in your life to the side for a while. All that being said, there may be those times when you break a fast too soon by failing to reach the given end. Giving in to the temptation, it might be just minutes later that you might be thinking to yourself, man! I gave in for this? It smelled so good, but it just didn't deliver. And then you're left feeling that you just blew it. When temptation is hard, there is quite possibly another reason besides just being hungry. You could really be on the road to a breakthrough and the enemy doesn't want you to get there. Remember, even Yeshua was tempted to give in and it wasn't just because he was hungry. It's rather funny But we've seen people say that when they fast, that it's a total spiritual experience and that they can only think about the Father. Well, we wish we could say that was the case for everyone during a fast, but for many of us, we are simply going to think about food a lot. In fact, you may have to fight thoughts about foods that you do not even like. It may sound silly, but it's amazing what can go through your mind when you're fasting. If one has never fasted before, we strongly suggest that you start small and grow into it as the Father leads you. Fasting can indeed be dangerous if not entered into properly. Some health conditions may even prevent you from doing so. If you have concerns or questions on whether or not you are able to fast, please consult your doctor. We are not in any way health specialists. So please use caution and wisdom when considering a fast. The focus of this teaching is not to condemn anyone for not fasting, but rather to encourage us to consider the words of Yeshua when he indeed said that his disciples would fast when he was gone. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then will they fast in that day. Please pray and seek how this verse should apply to our individual lives today as we await his return. Now for a moment, let's go back to the opening verse of this teaching. Mark chapter 2, verses 18 through 20. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. And people came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Yeshua said to them, can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day. Yeshua is stating that when he is taken up, we will fast. See, fasting is physically refraining from food, and Yeshua refers to himself as bread. John chapter 6, verse 35 Yeshua said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. Now, while Yeshua is with us spiritually, physically, he is not currently with us. In that sense, like he said, we are fasting. So how long are we going to fast with his physical absence? How long did Yeshua fast? Luke chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. And Yeshua, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days, and when they were ended, he was hungry. Yeshua fasted forty days and forty nights. Moses, as a type of Yeshua, also fasted for forty days and forty nights. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 9. When I went up the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant that Yahweh made with you, I remained on the mountain forty days and forty nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water. It is an interesting pattern indeed. If you have watched the teachings, the creation prophecy, the fourth and seventh day, and Hebrews 4, in his rest now or later, then you may understand the prophetic unit relating to the multiplication of a jubilee unit, which is 50. Interestingly enough, 40 times 50 is 2,000. So, perhaps we are expecting 2,000 years between Yeshua physically ascending and physically returning. The time in between is our fasting, our 40 years in the wilderness, so to speak. We pray that this message has blessed you and encouraged you to draw closer to the Father. Remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high quality teachings completely free of charge.